0: Welcome back to what in the word on the religion podcast today we are continuing our study of the book of James discussing the impact of our words and the power of the unbridled tongue. We discuss the need for biblical wisdom and how jealousy leads to chaos. We urge you as always to enter into God's word with a mind and a heart that are open for correction and seek to always improve how we represent him. So grab your Bible turn to James chapter 3 as we learn what in the word God has for us today.
1: Welcome to the Religion Podcast with Adam and Blake, where a couple of broken dudes ask a bunch of questions about the answer and the life that comes with living for it. All right, another edition of What in the Word. Myself, Blake, over here, Adam. We are going through scripture. We're using, we're going through the book of James. We are in chapter three of the book of James and the ESV. Long story short, this is what we do. This is the Religion Podcast, reading real scripture and having real reactions in real time. That's what it boils down to. So uh, I'm actually just going to jump right into it. So James chapter three, verse one. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. Stop. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, we forgot to mention. Anytime we want to stop and talk about stuff, we stop and talk about stuff because the Bible is worth talking about. And digging into it's kind of important to Christian
0: life. Like, we read it too fast sometimes. Yeah, I think so. We read to finish. All
1: right, so you want to stop? I've literally got a sentence out of my mouth, and you were like, Yeah, that's a big sentence. sentence.
0: So, this verse is actually a verse that you and I talked about a few days ago, maybe a week or so ago. Yeah, not necessarily because we were going to talk about it now, not because of this at all. It was just the podcast. uh, ministry, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I guess how we should approach that. Yeah. Uh, what sort of role that plays as compared to maybe a, a pastor of a church or uh, leading worship on a stage or a Sunday school teacher, you know, where does that fall in those, you know, that responsibility, I guess. Yeah. And I th- what was your initial thoughts, I guess, or where do you put this podcast in relation to those?
1: Before this before this verse and before you brought this verse up to me, I didn't think of myself as falling into this category to be perfectly honest with you. Not, I'm not saying that I'm right, but I just thought whenever we were just first doing this podcast, I was just thinking to myself, we're just two dudes hashing this out and there happens to be a microphone recording it. And yeah, I didn't think of, I didn't think of myself in a role as it, as the verse describes as, you know, Teachers. Yeah. I don't think of myself as somebody who's teaching anybody anything when I'm doing this. Or more learners. I, but yeah, oh, I have so much more to learn than I can to teach. Like, I mean, I know more than say, like a child, my daughter, maybe a few other people, but I don't look at myself as like, I'm going to teach, I, I'm someone who's perfectly capable and qualified to teach you about Christianity. Like, I just don't see myself as that. I just see myself as a dude just trying to figure it out. So we got a little feedback from
0: some, from different listeners, people who are listening to this and thank all three of you. Yeah. All all three of you were were very, uh, very complimentary. Yes. And they were asking us some questions and making suggestions and giving encouragement, Uh, you know, very, it made us realize real quickly that maybe there's more responsibility to this than we thought. And yes. we are still dividing the word of God. Yes. Uh, one of the things that our pastor says that I will, that, that really, I guess, made me know that this, that was the church I wanted to be at. Like we talked last time about churches when I, when we decided the church that we're at, when he would preach, he would stand, and he would say, I understand the, the judgment that's on my life for dividing your word. And I accept that position. And I'd never heard a pastor actually say that
1: before they, and I I remember just
0: being floored by that thinking, Oh, wow. Because he like, in my mind, James three, verse one, don't many of you become teachers, masters, preachers, because you will receive stricter judgment. You will be judged higher. Mm -hmm. You can take that different ways. Like, are you going to be judged more strictly by God? Because not only the things that you say, but how you lead others, mm-hmm. you're going to you're also going to be judged more strictly by other people. Because yeah. now you've put yourself out there as some sort of authority, mm-hmm. even as a podcast host, I guess. Yeah, um, that, that was, people are listening, but the microphone doesn't have to be on. Yeah. for people to be listening. Yeah, it was a it, so in a way we're all that. It was a bit of a rude awakening for me was, to be honest with you, because I was kind
1: of like, it didn't. It, you know, it, I thought that because I'm just somebody who the nature of the podcast being religion is just real guys talking about real God in a real way. I just thought to myself that gets me off the hook yeah. from
0: being like somebody who we're, has ple- we're pleading judgment. ignorance from the get go. Ex- yeah, exactly. So,
1: we're good. Yeah. So I'm thinking I'm in the clear, you know, I've, I've, now, I do
0: think this probably speaks more to those in authority yes, in a church mm-hmm. or in a church setting. Um, you know, the pastors, you know, deacons, leaders, people, uh, worship pastors, even worship members who stand on a stage in front of a crowd and lead them in worship. Yeah. I think that's, you know, as people who are in a worship band, you and I both, mm-hmm. we've brought that up. Like, what is our role? How do we view this? Are mm-hmm. we, are we as responsible as the pastor Yeah, or as the worship pastor, just because we're playing drums or playing the guitar. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of try to judge it through that lens and say, we, we need to live our lives in such a way that, that we represent Christ well, because we are standing on that stage and yeah, and representing Him and leading people. So uh, you can take that as loose or as strict as you want. But I think in a way, anytime we speak about Christ in general, mm-hmm. we're teachers of some sort, whether yeah. we're recorded or not, whether we're in front of a crowd or whether we're talking to one person. Mm-hmm. I think we need to represent Him well. So it's a challenge, no matter. We'll be judged who for the things are. that we say. Yeah. All right. Verse two. All right. For we all stumble
1: in many ways. Duh. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire? Stop. <laughs> this doesn't seem relevant at all to today, No, does it doesn't. At all. It's, no. it's funny how when when you're reading, we're reading James. I think James had Twitter. He must have. <laughs> <laughs> Some very ancient form of, tw- of Twitter back then. They actually had birds. He just there. had a bird. He's yeah. had a bird. Send a so, message. So it's so funny that we ended up getting, when we started getting into James, I don't think that we nobody could have anticipated and we didn't anticipate that us reading the book of james and when we recorded this podcast it would line up so well with what's going on in our country in the world and also beginning of 2021 yeah beginning of 2021 and what is going to actually lead it's a great segue into what our next full-length episode is going to be about and so I was just kind of blown away whenever I read this, and I was just like, "Oh, this is this is a verse for right now." Yeah, and it was
0: written thousands of years ago. <laughs> so, how great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire? Yeah, those yeah. words, like the, the the analogy of toothpaste out of the tube. Once mm-hmm. you get them out, can't get it back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my boys, one of my uh, sons, the other day had a an issue where he lost his temper and as he walked out of the room, um, hit the wall, mm-hmm. he's nine. Yeah. But he's a pretty stout nine-year-old mm-hmm. and he, I think, kicked it. Yeah. Didn't realize that sheetrock is not quite as stout as he anticipated. And as he walked away, I know he thought, I have really messed up. Mm-hmm. So we had a lesson in humility and anger control, and sheetrock repair, <laughs> um, drywall, and painting. Yeah. So we went to Lowe's the next day. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lowe's if we want to get a handshake from them. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, but we went to Lowe's the next day and emptied their piggy bank, uh, his piggy bank. And actually, uh, his brother had made a hole or two over the years, too. So mm. we just fixed them all, emptied the piggy bank, went to Lowe's, Bought all the stuff to fix the holes. Yeah, they paid with their piggy bank money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cashier, the lady at the the desk, was like, "What's going on here?" And I kind of explained, and she yeah. said, "Good for you, Dad." Yeah. And I said, "Well, there's no sense in me paying for it. I didn't knock a hole in the wall." Mm-hmm. So we had a long talk, and as we fixed that hole, I I I used this verse, and we had just read it, and or or in a in a way, I guess I used it, and I yeah. said, "The things that we say." Or the the actions that we do, even though we say we're sorry, mm-hmm. we fixed the hole, we patched it, it looked good. Yeah. But if you looked at it from a certain angle, you when the light hit it, you could still see where the wall was different. Yeah. And I said, every time you walk past that wall, I want you to remember that that's the place that there's a scar. Mm-hmm. Because you can say I'm sorry. Yeah. If I I told him, I said, if you tell someone they're ugly, mm-hmm. and it hurts their feelings, and then you say I'm sorry. That may heal that wound, mm-hmm. but they're still going to always remember that what you said about them. Yeah. So w- I use this verse. And as we read that, how how big of a fire can be started by such a small
1: yeah thing? For sure. Yeah. And the thing is, sometimes you we're, we're obviously in a time where people in various positions of power are saying things that are causing lots of uh lots of discord and lots of, or, and just, just lots of, you know, chaos and anger and division and things like that. But also the things that you say, even just to the people closest to you. I mean, I can't, I can't count the number of things that I have floating around in my head that someone who cared about me a lot or someone who I really love and respect good or bad, I'm still carrying around some of that stuff in my head. And I still remember some of those things that somebody said to me and you know your words have so much power and so much potential to bring people up and bring people down, bring people down. and so i think that maybe our leaders should read james <laughs> i would say i'd say everybody should but yeah the leaders they could have they could have a little powwow and get down and read that uh so i think that where i six. left off was verse six and the tongue is a fire a world of unrighteousness the tongue is set among our members staining the whole body Because if you think about how many people are saying things, uh, saying very hurtful things, very inflammatory things, saying things on purpose to purposely trigger somebody or to set somebody off. And all they're looking at, you know, they're just looking at people as lumping them in as one or two things. And therefore, I don't like you. So I'm going to say this to you. And a lot of times they're saying it from their keyboard, which is even more distant. And then... You're thinking to yourself, like, you know, the same words that you can be using to praise God, you're using to cut and, you know, cut and slash at and damage people that he made
0: in his image with his love, just like he did you. And then go on to verse 10 where it says, yeah, so from this same mouth, from the same mouth, come blessing and cursing. Now, how do you, okay, how do you interpret that? Do you interpret cursing as like? putting a curse on someone or saying curse words or just evil speak all around. I mean,
1: I've, I'm, I'm thinking,
0: I'm thinking, I, I, I can use this as an, you know, you can use this as an argument to say that it literally means cursing in the sense that we think of cursing. Yes. Like foul language, mm-hmm. you know, and even other parts of scripture say, you you know, your, your mouth out of your mouth shouldn't come crude, Crude joking, coarse jesting, yes. filthy talk. Yeah. Um, so there is probably a podcast episode there one sure. of these days. But we're, what do you? How do you take that? I mean, I feel like that is kind of.
1: I don't know what I mean. They could have meant it as actual, like trying to put a curse on somebody, but just I think just cursing to me just feels like uh, feels like negativity towards another person. You know, you want you know if you're wanting to. Uh, mouth come blessing and cursing, so positive and negative. Like to me, the cursing is more of just a general like, I'm going to use my words and I'm going to, you know, building keep, up or tearing yeah down. negatively impact your life in some way. That's kind of how I I interpret it. Like you said, we're yeah. talking, you know, the difference between
0: I don't think it's just in eight select words. Oh gosh, that we've decided are curse words no 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 and then we can take the slang versions of so many others yeah and say well that's okay or uh, we can tell someone off and just not use those words mm-hmm. and accept that yeah that's another legalistic view of I'm not doing this yeah I can do all this other because I didn't say yeah x y or z but what was your intent yeah was your intent to bless or to curse that person to build up or to tear down.
1: Yeah. And you don't even have to do it to their face either. No, you could be doing it True. behind
0: their back. Oh. You could be just, you, you know, how many times are you
1: cursing people? Not, and they're not even in the room. They're yes. just like, can you believe what so-and-so did the other day? They're a terrible blah, 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 because of what they did. And that's, to me, that's cursing someone. That's not like, Look, you know, that's not probably blessing. worse because yeah. they're not there to defend yeah, themselves. Yeah, that's not blessing anybody. You're just sitting there and you're just deciding to tear somebody down. If you call no. me out
0: to my face, at least I have the option to come back and defend myself. If you call me out to someone else, they just hear the negativity and that's all. Yeah, and like I said, it could be worse because if you're cursing someone
1: to others, then that just spreads. And the exactly. next saying, you know, you've got not just you you've who got, got, got a force pers- fire from such
0: a small flame. Yeah, exactly. So...
1: Uh, where I'm terrible at figuring out where we left off. Eleven. Yes. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. So, uh, from here we can either, if you want to talk about this, or go on to the next yeah. thing. I'm going to hand the baton. It's kind to of a, a good analogy of,
0: you know, kind of just examples that that prove what we're talking about. If you have a tree that's an apple tree, it shouldn't have oranges on it. (laughs) I mean, it's going to produce that fruit. If we are supposed to produce good fruit, Mm -hmm. we're producing good fruit and rotten fruit. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't add up, right? Yeah, if I was going to say, and if and if I'm going out into a
1: tree and then I I see a tree that's producing, you know, every every other apple. Every other apple is a rotten apple. I'm gonna stop going. To that or every tree. other apple's an orange. Yeah, exactly. This is a very diverse tree. Yeah, it's like it's like this tree can't make up its mind, and, you know it doesn't even know what it wants to put out there. So I think I'm not even gonna to go to this tree anymore. Yeah. I like the reliability of just the one that produces. You know apples. what I'm getting?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, there's something to be said for that consistency, right? <laughs> yeah. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his conduct, by his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy. And selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. Okay, keep going. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. That's a stopper. <laughs> Tell me what you think
1: when you hear that. From where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. It's just. When it comes to being a Christian, I don't think that you can, if if you really want to try to be a Christ follower and a good Christian, like where does selfishness come into play?
0: I don't think that it's- Look at <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, like he's always the example. Yeah. Like we're not going to attain what he did, but no. we're not going to be perfect like he was. Mm-hmm. But I don't picture him taking selfies. No. and getting absorbed in promoting himself yeah, and saying, look at me. He did it through his actions. Mm-hmm. He did it through, you know, his, the, the way that he carried himself, not, you know, walking around trying to gain something. Yeah. Um, he didn't have selfish ambitions. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, he was different than us, obviously. Yeah. But he was still human. Yeah. So I always look at him as an example and say, okay, literally what would Jesus do? Like, mm-hmm. how would Jesus handle this? Yeah. Um, I don't, think that that jesus would be stepping over his brother to get a promotion (laughs) no i don't think he would either i don't think that he'd be tearing someone else down to make himself look good yeah so when i read that where jealousy selfish ambition exists there will be disorder in every vile practice so i go back to like how was it how was it all designed from the Mm get-go like when god placed adam and eve in the garden that was perfect now we're spending the rest of our eternity, the rest of our time here, trying mm-hmm. to get back to that. Yeah, and one day God's going to set it all right, but in the meantime, selfishness—you know, this ambition that we have mm-hmm. to promote ourselves—will always exist, and where it does, there's going to be chaos. Yeah, and another, and another thing about
1: the, I think that a lot of people go through their lives and don't think that being jealous is like a big deal. It's almost like a natural reaction sometimes. Like, like anytime that I ever watch one of those ridiculous shows where it's like on HGTV, like House Hunters, where it's like, our budget for our house is three million dollars. And I'm like, what are you doing with three million dollars? Substitute teacher. And <laughs> yeah, i sharpens coloring pencils yeah, for a living. Yeah. Yeah. Our but our our budget is 4.5 million. I'm thinking, like, how in the like it's like, how do you have that much money? I'm jealous of that. How are you getting that house? I'm jealous of yeah. that too. Like I end up being, I end up being jealous of more things than I probably want to admit. And it just happens a lot, but then I don't, I never think of me being jealous of somebody else's life or what somebody else's have. But then Hash. imagine there's somebody that's probably jealous of you. Yeah. But like, I never think of that as the thing that will be disorder, you know, the root of disorder and every vile practice. It's like, yeah, I never think. You You're know. just like, well, that's human nature. Yeah, exactly. I think that, yeah, human, sinful. Nature, where we're just constantly screwing up. Do uh, you want to go on to verse 17?
0: Yeah. Back? But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Well, that would have been a stop place anyway, but that's also the, yeah, end, of the end of the chapter.
1: But the wisdom from above is first pure then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. How many of us can say that about ourselves and our
0: motives are our motives pure. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, we can just go through like uh yeah. pure. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There's very few things that that we as humans do. That is what I would say is pure. Yeah. I without mean, any selfish motives without yeah. any hidden agenda, if it was a pie chart, it'd be a
1: very small sliver. It'd be so small that you would have to like put a line in it and then like put text other. outside of the pie. <laughs> exactly. That's how small that Pure. is. Pure. Pure. Uh peaceable, gentle, open to reason. I mean, those are probably three other small impartial. Slices. Yeah. Impartial. Full of mercy and good fruits. Impartial and sincere. Uh you know. So our next
0: podcast episode, let's hope. That you listen to that with these things in mind. And we get through it with these things in mind. Yes. Because we haven't recorded it yet. Uh, To be peaceable. Yeah. To be gentle. To be open to reason. To be willing to admit that I'm wrong. Yeah. To be willing to admit that we may not know, right? There's a lot of things that we make up. Mm -hmm. We don't know it, but we come up with something. Yeah. And then we make that unknown the thing we argue about. Yeah. What are the things we argue about in church or with christian people we argue about the gray areas right we mm. argue about the non-essentials the things that when is the earth going to end how mm. did the earth begin where did people come from you know what yeah, yeah all these things that should you drink we, alcohol or not? exactly <laughs> so the things that yeah we don't know yeah there's very few things that we know that we know that we know and then we just take those and say we everybody knows that but let's talk about this one Mm -hmm. so many people bypass James and want to read Revelation Yeah, they bypass John and they say tell me about Revelation tell me about the Antichrist tell me about the Mark of the Beast and it's like hold on Mm -hmm. back up why do you want to know that well I want to know it because nobody understands it and what makes you think that that's where you're going to start and that's you're going to understand it yeah let's go with the thing we know which is Christ Mm -hmm. and our responsibility is Christ followers yeah John James yeah Pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. And the
1: and the idea of being uh, full of mercy and good fruits is like, how many of us want to be merciful to people who don't deserve it? Like how many of us want to look at somebody? How many like, of us think that we deserve it?
0: <laughs> I mean, we think, well, yeah, I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. I guess if anybody deserved grace, it's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we look at them and we say, but now I'm not going to give it to them. Because think of all the things they did. Yeah. I could never forgive them. And then we say, but now God forgive me. Mm -hmm. And we expect Him to do so. Yeah.
1: Impartial, another thing that the podcast, the next podcast gonna touch on. Yeah. And sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. We are not in our country in this world is not in peace right now. And how can we expect to sow peace? if we're not willing to make peace, it doesn't really add up at all. So, uh, so from here, uh, now that we've wrapped up, uh, the book of James, uh, chapter three, uh, we're going to pray this thing out. We're going to try to get into the habit of not just reading through, reading through God's word, but honestly, you know, trying to pray that something comes of this conversation with, that we've had something comes of uh, what the listeners are experiencing, and hopefully this helps all of us to get better. So uh, so let's pray this thing out. Uh, Lord Jesus, uh, thank you for for this moment that we've had to read your word. Thank you for uh, for the words in, in this book of James, this chapter in particular, which is so relevant uh, to the lives of so many and so much application can be had in this. Uh, Lord, I pray that we would be people who are mindful of what our tongues can do what our words can do, and we can try to, in our best way possible, to attain the type of knowledge that you have in order to uh, sow the peace that you would want uh, for all of your people. We say these prayers in Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to the Real Legend Podcast. We hope that something that was said today inspires you to come to know God in a real way. We'd love to hear how God is using this podcast to help you on your journey. So email us at reallegendpod at gmail.com that's r-e-a-l-i-g-i-o-n pod at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media thank you for your support